Makeup is Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. And what's good, y'all? What's going on? Uh, Last week, I opted not to have an episode because I thought it was important to just, you know, be quiet. I felt like nothing that I had to say was that important in light of the shooting in, in Texas. And it's crazy because just a week before, I was talking about the shooting in Buffalo. And, uh, you know, it's just so much craziness going on in the world and so much, you know, sadness. Um, I don't know. Uh, I hate that. And so I definitely want to just, you know, give my thoughts and prayers towards that. Um, and so let's see, what have I been up to? Memorial weekend, I uh, spent time with my family, the little ones in my family. Um, you know, that shooting was really gut-wrenching for me because I'm very much a, a kid's person. You know, I, I think, you know, when you see any kind of violence towards kids, it's just absolutely heartbreaking. So it made me really want to love on my nieces and nephews and my family that much more, you know, my kids that much more. Um, so yeah, I can only imagine. Um, I think that's a, um, probably my greatest fear of anything will happen to the little ones in my family. So, um, yeah, uh, I just been, you know, being really silent, kind of disconnected from social media. Cause it's just, it's just, I feel like every time I've been logging in, it's just been something after the other, after the other, after the other. And so that can get a little tax into your, your mental. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm doing a thought of the week discussion, but, um, yeah, I haven't really been up to much. Um, happy pride month, everybody. Um, so we're going to jump into the mantra of the day, but I also just want to remind you that, uh, don't forget to follow the show. Uh, I know I've been a little popping in and out sometimes the last couple months, uh, life has been life in a little bit. So I've had to take some mental breaks, but um, definitely follow the show. Got some big things coming. Got some uh, collabs coming soon. Uh, don't forget to follow the show on all streaming platforms. Tell a friend, tell a friend. And also, you can find me on social media, Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast, uh, Twitter IGMT podcast, IGMT podcast, and then you can also email me if you want to be part of the show as well as part of the book club. That's IGMT podcast at gmail.com. So let's just roll into the mantra of the day. Today's mantra, I am forgiving and loving. Uh, This is actually a mantra that I say often to myself. I think it's important because, you know, there's, I think it's impossible to live in a world where you don't get upset about something or maybe you've experienced some kind of hurt um, on the hands of someone else or, or a situation. And I think it's important to remember that forgiveness is for yourself, you know, uh, and, and not carrying around, you know, feelings towards people and things like that. And kindness, you know, costs you nothing. And that's something that I remind myself all the time. Like I want to be remembered for the work that I've done, the kindness that I've given and how much I loved everybody around me. And I think it's important to just lead with love because if you lead with love, then, you know, most times you'll probably be doing the the right thing. Right. Uh, so yeah, so I love that mantra. Um, so for today, for the deep dive, I just pretty much have, um, maybe one discussion and then I'll probably talk some TV and then we'll go into the thought of the week. So let's just roll into the deep dive. All right. So this week I want to talk about how I, I definitely want to be taken out of the group chat with Monique and Dale Hughley. We, we discussed this on my other pod, 13 pod, um, that's going to come out today. Um, and so even more stuff has been happening. So, um, I wanted to talk about the Monique and Dale Hughley situation. Cause it's actually, um, it's really disappointing for a lot of reasons. 
So I'm going to give a backdrop um, and then just kind of get you all caught up and then I'm going to talk about it. So uh, stuff started coming out about a week and a half ago with Monique and Dale Hughley and uh, it was videos that surfaced of Monique going out and having her set where she's completely just dogging D.L. Hughley, right? So it was interesting because when I started like actually being like, well, what, what happened? You know, because it was crazy. So just to give a backdrop, Monique and D.L. Hughley was doing a comedy show. Basically, it was some kind of confusion on who was the closing act. Um, to me, it seemed like it was a promoter issue more so than a people issue. Um, what I think is odd is that I feel like Sometimes with Monique's history, you know, I don't get why conversations aren't had backstage or amongst each other because they were friends. So I don't get like why conversations just aren't had. Um, but she comes out um, because she was upset and she goes on stage at the show they were doing together. Um, she starts by, you know, talking about him um, horribly, uh, talking about his wife Um and then basically it's talking about how like black women has to go through so much to defend themselves. And, and some of the stuff, you know, she some of the stuff Monique says to me is not that it's not true, but, um, as far as like what she's saying about, you know, black women sometimes being at the bottom and having to work so hard to kind of like, you know, have a voice and making sure that voice is heard. But I think it's the way that she goes about, uh, saying things and doing things. Like, I think it was just kind of sad and in poor taste to, um, talk about that man like that, you know? So he goes, so then you see both of them putting up their contract showing like on her contract is showing that she was a closing act. His contract shows that he's a closing act. That's why I said, I feel like it was a promoter issue and maybe some miscommunication somewhere. I feel like maybe it could have been hashed out. Uh, another thing that I thought too was like, you know, sometimes I feel like Monique forgets that she's a celebrity and you have lawyers and things like that. And so if it was me, like I would have still as a professional going on, done my, done my show, you still getting paid, whatever you're promised to be paid. And I would have still done my set and kept it moving and, and hashed that shit out as far as like what in regards happened to, you know, who was a closing act to me. I'm not a comedian. I mean, I know it's around the reason to the show and who sets the tone and all that, but if you're the shit and you are who you are, like, I don't really think it really matters if you came on before him or whatever. But if it's the principal, I can get why she might be speaking out to the principal. I just personally wouldn't have done that during the show. Um, cause it was weird. Like if I was in the audience and I came to see a show and I don't know nothing going on in his backstory and you know, Monique gets on and she's calling him a bitch and you know, talking about his wife and all that, I would be like, what is going on here? Because where's the jokes? Cause I came to see the jokes. I didn't come for her running around the fucking stage acting fucking crazy. You know, it was just, it was just drama and dramatics. Also, you know, we've seen her in the past, like openly fighting with Lee Daniels, Oprah, Tyler Perry, um, shoot Charlemagne, the God. I mean, it's been plenty of people that she's had open beef with that. She takes to social media, makes these videos and does these interviews where she's just, you know, raging out, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's bad business. Like recently she did make up with Lee Daniels. You know, I think that he might be putting her in his upcoming movie, but I think it's like, to me, she's making it to where people aren't going to want to, you know, work with you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to work with her to be completely honest, because a lot of this seems like it's very much ego driven. So after, you know, this whole thing comes out, you know, he goes and he speaks on it, you know, and he's basically saying how, 
you know, she like he he had hesitation with working with her, but you know, he did see her, you know, recently. They had a nice little nice little dinner when he was in town. I think he came by our house and um and so he thought like maybe, you know, in time some growth happened and maybe she she was different. And so that's why he even decided to work with her. And then, you know, what was crazy to me, what what I found to be kind of crass too was that then after he made the on his show he talked about the situation or whatever and how like you know he still ended up going on and you know trying to be a professional about how she basically tried to basically bash him in front of these people and he still had to go on and do his show which is true and she then posts on her page um where her and her husband who's her manager were speaking and she's just like she posts about um there were a situation, I don't know when it, I don't know when it happened. And it was, this was in the past and I don't know the full context of it. I just remember this conversation happening, but I don't remember when it happened. Um, but Dio Hugo spoke about one time that I think his daughter has said that she was touched or something that happened with one of his friends. Um, I think that she was sexually assaulted and basically he was saying that he didn't believe her, you know, I guess, you know, now I obviously, I think he does, but at the time, um, but I'm not sure what else he talked about after the fact, or like, if that was just one of his biggest mistakes, I'm not really sure. I don't really remember. Um, but Monique puts on her Instagram about how he didn't protect his daughter. Um, this is coming, like saying like, this is coming from a man who would let his daughter be sexually assaulted. I mean, it was really, it was really, really low. Uh, it, it was kind of crazy. I actually have the Instagram post. Let me, let me pull it up here. Um, I'm gonna read it to you and let's see. So she says, this is based upon D.L. Hughley's own words that you just heard. D.L. Hughley, when I said how your wife sucked the dick of a coward, this is what I meant. When my husband and I say we have to fight for the little girls coming up behind us and you see D.L. didn't believe his own daughter over a friend because he seemingly likes his friend more than he loved his own daughter and didn't want to be bothered by the inconvenient truth. This highlights why the black woman isn't believed when she publicly speaks about her trauma. What does the black woman and his, what does the black women and his black wife have coming? Watch who stands with this man. And you're looking at the same ones who will sit down when you're, when our sisters are being attacked. I find it funny that Dia will call out Ice Cube, Kanye, Riza, Islam, Angela Stanton, and myself, etc. But he won't call out the name of the person that violated his daughter. This is what happens for the people who said, I just need to let things go. And, you know, I find it to be, I find it to be low, right? Because he did talk about that situation. I remember, but I don't know the full con, I don't know the full context of it. Right. And sometimes I think when people talk about things, it could, it's sometimes them purging out maybe some mistakes that might've been made. Um, and so people have room to grow. Like I haven't always been the greatest person in the world. Um, you know, as, as far as like, have I made mistakes? Yeah, I've made plenty and I would hate to be, um, crucified by some of the things I've might've done with Mika later in life, opposed to when I was young, because, you know, I'm a completely different person, completely different mindset, completely different views and values. Right. And so, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's the case with him, but I'm, I'm just saying, and just, uh, in a, in a wider form. And I just feel like, you know, for them to be quote unquote friends, like it's kind of sad to see, 
um, this stuff getting put out into the media and she keeps going for his family. And, and not one time has he said anything about her family or anything like that. And I, and I think that, you know, and I think it's just becoming a lot, you know, at first when I first saw it, I was like, Lord. And now I'm like, yo, take us out of the fucking group chat. Like, we don't want to see all this. And you definitely don't want to see people just, uh, tearing each other apart. You know what I'm saying? And then like really just throwing situations in people's faces and just talking so low. I just think when it comes to Monique, like what the question that I asked myself, you know, um, the way her, her behavior is, and you, this is known behavior that you've been doing. You did this when you had to blow up with Lee Daniels, Oprah and, and Tyler Perry, when you went off, well, do you not realize sometimes that maybe the behavior and the way you go about speaking your truth, like maybe that's not working if it's causing you to be blackballed and people don't want to work with you and people don't want to stand with you. Cause I think that when you're nasty about a situation it makes it hard for people to understand or ride with you in regards to what you have to say. Because when you see something like this, are you really thinking about fully what she has to say? Or are you looking at the way that she's going about it? So then it takes away the words, you know, like I had to learn that, you know, when I, when I was going through kind of like my healing journey, like sometimes it wasn't about what I said to people. It was how I was saying it to people. So if you're like being nasty or like, you know, talking shit or whatever, um, you could be right. You, you know what I'm saying? But the way you go about it in a fucked up way makes your words irrelevant, right? Especially when you start hurting people, it, it makes everything irrelevant at that point. It completely knows it because they're not hearing you anymore at this point. Anyway, I don't really know how their situation will be resolved. I don't really think it's going to be resolved as far as like them fucking with each other, because if it was me, um, after they figure out this promoter issue thing, I still would never want to fuck with her. Like I wouldn't, I don't even care if she gave me an apology. Like I'm, I'm good on you. And now, and that would be on me because you talked about my wife, you talking about my kids, you know, you calling me a bitch, you know, it, it's a lot. It, it's a whole lot. And it's very disrespectful. It, it's like, to me, you're, you're taking it entirely too far. And I feel like with all the shit going on in the world, this is not the time to just be tearing each other down. You know what I'm saying? Like be a professional, go out there, do your fucking show and keep it moving. And whatever happened with the paperwork or whatever else, that's some shit you discuss with, with your lawyer and shit and get that figured out and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Everything don't have to be where you got to go on social media and, you know, dog somebody. Cause of course he's going to respond, you know, of course he going to be like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's, it's just, not a good look for Monique, in my opinion. Um, I don't get it. I, I, I really don't. I think it's just, you take some things entirely too far, but she does this every single time. And it really takes away from the messaging that she may be trying to give. Because at this point, I don't even hear the messaging or see the messaging anymore. I just see this, this ghetto shit. Cause that's basically what it is. All right. So I wanted to tell y'all too, um, what I've been watching. I finally decided to start Bel Air on Peacock. And I don't know why I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into it. And I never started it. Finally started it, y'all. I'm up here in my, in my bed at like 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock watching that show, binging it, talking to the TV. I'm almost done with it. It's, it's so good though. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm surprised, but 
Well, I'm not surprised because I heard it was good, but it's so different. And I think that's why at first when I heard it was going to be different, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I really want to watch it because I wasn't sure, but it's very good. So if you haven't seen Bel Air, I'm not going to spoil anything at all, but I like the changes that they made. I like that they uh, went on a more drama kind of side or whatever. Um, the episode's about an hour long, but I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm trying to think is there anything else new that I'm watching. I'm not watching anything else new. I've been thinking about trying to uh, go back and finish This Is Us. I'm like a few seasons behind, but I watched um, Leslie uh, finish this, the series and she was in here crying like every show. And I'm like, well, damn, do I want to watch that? That's why I stopped watching to begin with because it was just so, I, I mean, I was crying like every fucking episode. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this. It's, it's, it's taking my soul like every episode, but I think I'm gonna go back and finish it. I think I'm gonna go back and to the episode I was on. I think I'm on episode when the dad died. Like, so I, I'm like, I think four or five episodes behind. I'm very behind. So I've been trying to see, am I going to go back and binge that? Let me know if I should y'all. Let me know if I should power through. Let me know. But uh, yeah, that's all I have for the deep dive. Let me know what you guys think about the, the Monique and Dio Hewlett situation when we talk to Um. Let me know your thoughts. But uh, so this week, I wanted to just um, have a mental health check-in for the Thought of the Week discussion, uh, just see where everybody's at. And uh, so let's just roll into the Thought of the Week. All right. So for the Thought of the Week today, I just wanted to just check in. We have six months left of the year. And so what are we going to do with it? Um... When I sit and think about the last six months for me, it's been really productive as far as like, you know, me taking care of a lot of personal things I have going on. Um, you know, I start school in the fall and so I had interviews and I had the decision to make what program I was going to go into for uh, my therapy license. And so um, I had all that going on. And that's part of why I've kind of been popping in and out because it's just some of my weeks have just been incredibly uh, busy. Um really busy this year has just been crazy and so you know I I wanted to send and have a discussion just to see where you guys are at um when I find myself being overwhelmed that's when I know I need to kind of up uh you know going to therapy and making that um more part of my routine more just to make sure that I'm not overwhelmed or not going to experience burnout um, cause I have been working a lot and just having a lot of moving pieces. And so I've been trying to make sure that I have things that will help me, um, just kind of disconnect from life a little bit sometimes. So what I've been doing, like I take a lot of breaks from social media, which is why you haven't really seen me posting much on, uh, it's just my thoughts, uh, pages. Cause I haven't really been on social media as much, trying not to be, especially with everything going on in the world. Um, it can be hard. Uh, just seeing the sadness and seeing the violence and just seeing so much, um, it, it can start make you desensitized from, from it. And so I try not to watch, um, like when the shootings and stuff happen, like I, I just completely got off social media. I, I didn't really want to read about what happened. I didn't really want to hear about what happened besides what happened, but I didn't want some of the details because it was just a lot. You know, and it's a lot of information that get, goes into your mind on top of, you know, life, your own life, you know, that can make you 
feel suffocated and make you feel, you know, um, depressed and things like that. And so I try to be really mindful. So what I do for, um, disconnects is I love to read. I do it every single night before I go to bed. Um, and that way for me, it's almost like flushing out my mind. Like I don't watch crazy shit before bed and I don't watch, you know, or just sit on social media and watch all the toxic stuff that comes through. Cause it's a lot of shit out there that's completely toxic. And so I kind of like cleanse my palate, if you would say, um, by reading a book, I do a lot of journaling. Um, I think that's why I love Kendrick Lamar CD so much because it gave me so many think pieces about myself and like where I am in life and some of the things that I kind of wanted to ponder. And so a lot of times when I listen to it, it gives me a moment to kind of like do reflection of myself. And so I've, I've been doing that a lot. And, and these are things you can do by yourself. You know, um, I do it sometimes on my lunch break. I do it, you know, if I'm just sitting and chilling in the house, I do it sometimes when I'm laying in the bed. If I can't sleep, sometimes I might, you know, just kind of jot me a note on what I'm thinking, um, you know, on my phone. And for me, sometimes a lot of stuff pours out of that. And so when I get that information to kind of pour out of it, that might be something I take to therapy to kind of have a more in-depth discussion about it. If it's something that might, you know, hmm, that's interesting or, oh, okay, I see I'm doing this over here. Or I wonder where did these thought processes come from? Or I could bring in like, you know, was at this moment in time, a moment in life, like something that I was thinking about or what was I thinking at the time and why? So I kind of break it down like that. And I bring that to therapy to kind of have more of an open dialogue and maybe break down some things. And it's really cool. I was talking the other day about therapy and I was like, what I love most about it is when you get over the muddle of therapy, like where you're still trying to figure things out and where, and mind you, I don't have everything figured out at all. But when you get to the point that now you kind of can like be more in control of yourself in therapy where, you know, you kind of can like, okay, I want to bring this talk about, okay, I, I think this area over here might be an area of concern. I want to bring this. That's when therapy to me is fun because now like you're starting to really open up about what you have going on, but you're also ready to open up what you have going on because you're the one coming with the, the dialogue. You know, so now, you know, you're more so to me, like having a conversation with your therapist instead of like them guiding you in conversation or asking you, even though they're going to ask you questions, but you know, like you're kind of guiding it too, where, you know, you want that breakthrough in that area. So it, it, it becomes really nice when you actually get that breakthrough. So that's what I kind of, you know, focus on, but I implore you, like, if you feel like right now you could be struggling a bit because it happens what are ways that you can, what are things you can do? Right. So for me, what I do, I always set goals at the beginning of the year. My goal this year, my biggest goal was to run a half marathon. So for me, what did I do? I know I need to get out the house cause I work from home and I'm in the house a lot. So I found a run group here in Charlotte, um, that immersed me with a lot of people. It's a really cool, uh, run group. Mad miles is where I go. Um, it's huge. And you know, I've met people, while I've been out there, but also it gives me a chance every Tuesday and Saturday to get out the house and go be outside in the sun and run. Right. So that's something I constantly have a, uh, it's a constant, right. All the way up into my race. Um, outside where I live is a greenway. That's like about a mile and a half from my house. So now I've been kind of like finding different routes to run to the greenway and run the greenway, which is beautiful by UNC Charlotte. And, I go and I make routes and I find different things and it's really cool. I also have been doing, um, 
I like to put together food tours here in Charlotte with my foodie friends where we go around and spend maybe four to five hours trying different restaurants, eating and drinking for, you know, for the time. And those are things that I really enjoy, but those are things that allow me to be light, you know, be free for a little bit. And I don't think about anything else going on. I try not to talk about anything negative that's going on or things that bother me. And those are the moments that I just have released to just be free and have fun, right? We're rolling into the summer. You know, I like to vacation. Uh, We've already discussed some vacations that we have on the plate for next year, as well as vacations we have for the rest of the year. And those are things that are part of my self-care. And so I think when you set those goals and you really try to focus on them, especially when you become busy, don't forget the goals. That's why I want to check in today. What was your goals that you made in January and where are you with them? right? And even if you feel like, oh, you know, I haven't really started. Oh, I'm a little off. Okay. Well now it's June. Now it's time to kick it in gear and focus on them and definitely focus on your self-care. What makes you happy? And it could be small things. The one thing that I think I I haven't been doing as much as I said I was going to do, I said that I was going to do more like baths, like personal time in the bath. And I was going to read and just have these bath nights. Um, I haven't really been doing that, which I need to, because my body is sore anyway. So that probably will help, but that might be the only goal that I really haven't done. And it's some goals for the show that I've fallen short. Like we will be launching the, the podcast and the podcast, sorry, y'all. the book club and the merch is still coming, but those are some of the things that like, because I've been so busy, I haven't put all the energy into it as far as pubbing. And so that's something that I know I have to kick in gear. So even if you fall short on a goal, like acknowledging the fact that like, okay, like these are some things you wrote that you want to do for the year. You haven't really done it, but you still have time. You still got time to do it. So just do it, make time. Right. And I'm telling myself that too. Like I have to make more time for some of the things that I said that I wanted to accomplish this year. But I think a lot of times what we don't realize, we have our phones in our hands all, all day. Right. And, you know, I find myself sometimes scrolling through And what you don't realize is like when you're putting that information in your brain and you're seeing all this crazy stuff going on in the world, it can affect you because it affects me. You know, I feel myself just being down and out and just, you know, maybe drained of energy. And I think it starts with how much you interact with the noise of the world. You know, you got to find other things to muddle out the sorrow and the stuff around us because it's crazy. You know, I find myself um, more and more kind of like a level of paranoia, which I don't like, you know, of like, when I go out into a crowd, like, are we safe here? You know, um, you know, when I'm doing things and just out and about, you know, just regular things, am I safe? You know, are my kids safe? You know, are they doing things that's going to be safe and they're going to be okay? Because you just never know when shit is going to pop off out here. And I think we're all walking with that fear right now. I think this is real, you know, and if you're not, I don't know, but I don't know how you're not. Because I mean, when you see that stuff, I, for me, it's made me want to tighten up, you know, um, and hug on my family so much more because life is just so not promised. And it makes me just want to be more just safe and protective of myself as well. So, um, I try to just really cleanse my palate as much as I can and focus on goals and things like that. So, um, this wasn't a long thought of the week discussion, but just tell me where you are as far as your goals that you set for this year. And just know we're at the halfway point of the year. 
but you still got time to finish out the year strong. So whatever goals you set or said you wanted to accomplish this year, don't feel like that you that just because you haven't done them yet or maybe even started them yet, that it can't be done because it can. So find time, sit down with yourself, sit down with your thoughts, go over it, look at it. And if you've been knocking out your goals, it's awesome. Keep it going. And just remember to be kind to yourself and be kind to others. That's the best advice I can give. You know, is kindness causes you nothing. Kindness is something that is a choice. We wake up every day. And in, in my mind, I would think you want to wake up every day to thrive, to be happy, to be the best person that you can be, and to be kind to each other. And that's the best advice I can give. All right. So that's all I have this week for the thought of the week. Um, I will have an episode next week too, so don't worry. Uh, but also don't forget to follow me on uh, all the streaming platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, where we can find a podcast, pretty much probably can find us. And uh, you can also find me on social media is on Instagram is at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast on Twitter is IGMT podcast, which I'm on a lot. And you can also email me if you want to be part of the show. You have any questions for me is IGMT podcast at gmail.com. Like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.